0: It's Thursday, August 15th, 2019, and you're listening to Last Time on Video Games, the show about retro video games, and sometimes some other stuff. You're listening to episode 265, Water Tactics. Runtime for this episode is 52 minutes. Welcome to Last Time on Video Games, the podcast that couldn't think of any tactical jokes. My name is Jeremy.
1: Hey, I've got to snook up my snatch. I'm Tyler. That's a terrible joke. Can I retake that? (laughs) I've got a fat boy in my pocket. I'm Tyler. I tactically nuked Zach. That's Zach over there, dying in the corner.
0: It wasn't that good. I
1: think it was just the one-two punch of bad joke, also bad joke.
0: But now I have to leave both of (laughs) them. It'll make up for all the times Zach doesn't do anything.
1: <laughs> I was like, we, we could just take a third take and make that the singer. It's fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm Zach. <laughs> and probably still here. We played Fallout Tactics this week. I can't joke about it. I don't know. Yeah, they're... War never changes. Podcasting. Podcasting never changes.
1: <laughs> yeah, it kind of doesn't, actually. Podcasting has been largely static it's since kinda its inception. Blown up.
0: It's Yet... now the
2: having a band of life.
1: That is true. Um, but
2: it's a lot... More widespread and easy to have people listen to you natter on about stuff no one else cares. about. That's because it
1: requires no skill, right? Like you can have a band, but you kind of have to be, like be, be able, able to, to
2: play a, an instrument.
1: Yeah, at least passably. Um, unless all of you can't play, in which case it's fine. Um, I was gonna make a because like,
2: then you're an ironically bad band.
1: No, you're just a bad band. Uh, that that was the '90s. I was trying to think. There's a. One band that everyone was like, oh man, their guitar work is so great, but it's like literally just power chords. It might have been early Green Day, but that was a lot of early 2000s bands was just power chords all the time. They're not hard. Zach could play them. Zach has never touched a guitar in his life as far as I'm aware.
2: I've touched a guitar in my life.
1: Yeah, I guess there's one right, literally we're staring at like four guitars right now.
2: But I can't play an instrument.
1: Okay, well, you can so play what, power chords, I'm sure.
2: So if you can't play an instrument, Zach, what have you been playing? I've actually been playing a lot of BattleTech this last week, in part because the BattleTech Kickstarter got uh, got going and
1: and gratuitously funded.
2: <laughs> yeah, it hasn't even been live for a week yet, and they've already cleared a million dollars of a thirty thousand dollar goal. Got what? that ukulele money?
1: What are they even doing for stretch goals on that? Like, thanks, guys. I guess we'll uh, make another edition soon. Thanks. So
2: a, a bunch of them were like adding more mech packs that were available. Um, and then with the one million dollar goal, now instead of having anything that had double forces on the on the uh, backer kit, which gave you any mech pack that you selected, you got a second one of the same thing. Now you just get to pick another of any of the a ones mini. available. So that's kind of neat. And there's also like a box set, challenge coins, dice. Like I, it, it's actually really kind of a really cool thing. And the in the minis look like they're real high quality.
1: I kind of wonder if they were like needing thirty thousand dollars to get it off the ground than expecting like sales afterwards. But I feel like they just made all the money that they're gonna make on Kickstarter and that's probably way more than they were expecting anyway.
2: Probably. I mean Battletech fans are a particularly rabid fan base.
1: And apparently there are more of them than we thought there were.
2: Well it's also a matter of I think there's a lot of people who are paying more money than you than they probably should, like for instance Because I'm, it's Kickstarter. Well like I'm paying three hundred bucks for what I've for what Ooh. I've got coming up. So,
1: whoa, spicy!
0: That's dangerously close to an average Kickstarter to me. Now that's because I have two way
2: br- or three now, way bringing up my average. But, but like for me, I'm getting ten packs of mechs because I've got the double forces things on there. I'm getting the challenge coin. I'm getting a couple of other things. I've got a couple of add ons that I put on there too because I think they're cool and I would like to get them specifically. I'd like to get the maps because BattleTech is a map based game, and I also get a canon character in BattleTech. A canon? A canon character. Oh, okay.
1: That makes so much more sense. I thought you meant like a can in yeah. character. Like That's
2: part of the stretch goals. There's actually an add-on for 200 bucks base to have a canon character yeah. added in. So are you going to pick one of the apostles or someone from the Old Testament? No, nah, I don't think I'm going to go that far. Uh, but uh, I'm excited how I want to roll that out. Yeah, so that's going on. That's kind of cool. But uh,
1: the answer is boxcars.
2: Yeah, Probably. But it's been a wild ride for the BattleTech fan base at the very least. Because today, uh, MechWarrior Five, they announced that it's going to be Epic Store exclusive, and man, that blew things up.
0: Really, I
2: don't
1: care.
0: Yeah, I could give. I can't care less about Epic
1: exclusives.
2: Oh no, I have to use a different service on my PC. That's also free. Epic's also been getting a lot of bad press for like privacy problems.
1: I could believe that. Lately. They give me a free game every week, and I'm fine with that. So. <laughs> I don't
2: want another launcher on my computer and all that. Like that just annoys me. So I'm and I wa- I wanted it on Steam, so I wasn't going to refund the game. But when I was checking their FAQ, it's like, no, we aren't be we aren't going to be giving out uh, Steam keys or anything like that. And I'm like, all right, well then uh, give me my money back because I want it on Steam.
1: What you can do though is once it installs through the Epic installer. You just find the executable and register it in Steam, and then you never have to open the Epic Launcher again.
2: That depends, because if their if their uh, what's it called if their DRM is associated with that, it'll automatically launch the other program. Because like with Rainbow Six Siege, anytime I launch Rainbow Six Siege, it automatically opens the Ubisoft uh, launcher.
1: I'm sure you could get around that's how that. That you, works. Like if you just went to the straight up executable. I'm pretty sure you could get around that.
0: No, there are lots of DRMs that will open. Like, even a lot of Steam's games that have DRMs. Like, if you want to play a Valve game, like, they make those anymore.
1: D- does it if you actually launch, the launch? executable,
0: it will launch Steam, and then launch. Oh, well, never mind uh, then. Like, Half-Life or whatever,
1: through Steam. Yeah. A lot of games actually
2: just work that way, and it annoys me.
1: Oh, I've never noticed, but...
2: A lot of it's probably because you don't play a lot of games that actually go through something else. Like, War Thunder's the same way. If you launch War Thunder through Steam, it'll launch the War Thunder launcher to do that. I it, believe Fighters does that as well, but I could be wrong about that
1: one. I know. I only ever launch Fighters through Steam anyway.
2: Yeah, see, that's why it's hard to tell with Steam being such a big deal. So, like, that exploded. I'm actually really curious. be interested to know how many people, because, like, that's been a big deal on all day for Battletech is that a lot of people have been saying that they're going to refund the game.
1: I just don't understand the hate against uh, like Epic Games Like, there's a Games ton of, launcher? it's there, though, right? It is. It's definitely there. I don't I, deny that. I just don't.
2: Uh... In part from everything I've heard, the Epic Game Store, and I haven't gone in and
1: looked at it, is just a really shoddy product in the first place.
2: I feel like it's people trying to justify their hate when they say that, though.
1: It looks exactly like GOG to me, actually. It has almost the exact same layout. I
2: haven't gone in and looked at it. Like I said, I want it on Steam. I'm perfectly okay waiting a year when it stops being Epic exclusive, and really, the only reason why I went and did the refund thing is because I want it through Steam, and they're not going to give me a Steam code.
1: Well, and it doesn't have, like, an online component, right?
2: It might have a co-op component. I can't remember exactly. Or
1: But you're not missing out too. on a huge amount of the gameplay by not getting on it early, I guess. Yeah,
2: I don't think so. So, like, I don't hate the fact, like, I'm disappointed that it's Epic exclusive, because I think exclusivity like that is inherently anti-consumer. But At the same time, I'm not like this rabid anti-Epic guide's more I'm just, I don't want another
1: launcher on my computer. I mean, that's reasonable. A lot of them are pretty bloated.
2: If I can avoid it, I don't want another one. Um, I don't know about all the things that people have been saying about the Epic's launcher and all that, but I just don't want to deal with it, so...
1: That's right. The only reason I had it in the first place is because that's what Spellbreak was through, unless you wanted to... Actually, they had their own launcher, and they're like, Rather than devote our resources to maintaining our own launcher all the time, we're just going to move to this one, and they offered to port us for free, so that's when we're going to.
2: Yeah, and there's there's been a lot of other things that I'm not too keen on from Epic, but maybe it'll get Valve to start being less complacent about what, everything. That's been a weird set of weeks, but I've been playing, like I said, I've been playing a lot of Battle Tech. I've been doing another career mode.
1: What happened to your last one? Did you just like kind of burn out on I, it because you were.
2: I got to a thousand days
1: oh okay it doesn't
2: it's, end like hard stop you can keep going but by the time you get to a thousand days it's like i have a lance of assault i I have like 12 assault mechs you're I have self-sustaining all the it's right. like yeah it's like there's no challenge anymore whereas this one like i am still running into that idea of like i'm i've got a bunch of money because i've been scrapping a lot of light mechs so it's like i don't need this i don't need this that's well, what's I...
0: after a thousand days the ghost of your grandpa shows up and he rates your <laughs> mechs and he's like How dare you put PPCs on this atlas? I didn't raise no grandson to do that, but at least your pilots are smoking hot.
1: (laughs) I feel like PPCs on an atlas is like the way to go. At least one. No, not really.
0: I pulled that out of my ass, but I saw Zach's facial expression and knew. I was at least okay. <laughs> <The
2: joke. laughs> I, I think there is an Atlas variant that mounts particle cannons, but I'm not sure. I think the Atlas is perfectly fine the way it is because it's a nasty customer. I like putting PPCs on stalkers, though. I currently have two heavy Macs, a grasshopper, and a catapult. I dislike the catapult I have because I have a C, it's the C4 variant in catapult, so it's got two LRM-20s and two small lasers, and that's it. I very much prefer the other variant that's got two LRM fifteens and four medium lasers.
1: Two small lasers? What do you even do with those? You go kick some you kick somebody (laughs)
2: with you you kick somebody and then they fire after that because of the way that game is designed. But yeah, the two small lasers are kinda crap. So it's like I I don't like this variant of Catapult, but I can't build the other one and I don't have the other one yet. And the forty LRMs it can put out are still useful. It's just, it's got a very, very specific use. So it's basically a turret.
0: No, it's more like, <laughs> a, much, it's yeah. more like a catapult. It hides behind a rock and fires a thousand missiles. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the lance I've been deploying is a grasshopper, a hunchback, swayback laser variant, if anybody's interested, a trebuchet and a catapult. So I have two missile boats and two energy boats that are like, okay, I have no autocannons. I have like one mech that mounts an autocannon. That's a hunchback with an AC-20. Which is just nasty, but I still really like that game. It's still one of my favorites.
1: I really should get in on it sometime. I've always been interested in Battletech. I feel like the learning curve is just going to be such a wall for me.
2: It's fine. It won't be that hard. I can just ruffle stomp you a few times and explain what you did wrong.
1: I'm sure that'll help. I'm sure I know all the mechanics of this game to even understand the explanation.
2: What What else have you been playing, Zach? I can actually, I'm pretty good at explaining things. (laughs) What's your problem? What else have you been playing, Zach? (laughs) Actually, just a lot of battle Tag. I think I booted up Fighters for a little bit, but...
1: I considered booting up Fighters, and then I didn't.
0: I want to play Fighters with Tyler, but every night I'm not busy. He is.
1: This is true.
2: A lot of... I'm really looking forward to Fire Emblem Three Houses tomorrow. I think I know where my time is going to be going.
1: It's on my list, although I think I have like four or five games in progress right now. And I've...
2: I've got a couple of, like, different things for the Killer Kill game. One review is like, yeah, it's not bad. The other review, like, it's, it's terrible. And, like, I don't know which one of these to look at. One of these I've never heard of. And then the Metacritic reviews are much closer to the second one, so.
1: I might just watch a Let's Play of it and see how it looks based on that. Like, if the story is good enough to have justified them creating it, maybe just buy a copy to, like, say, good job. Please don't make another video game, but Please
0: make this for Garen Lagan.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I guess that would just be save Kamina, right? Yeah, pretty the conspiracy much. Conspiracy to save Kamina.
2: I was going to play some World of Warships earlier today, but I spent all day trying to, or the, the time that I would have been playing it, trying to figure out how to get my account on Steam to link to the Wargaming account I made, and turns out you can't do that because it automatically logs you in on the Steam side of things if you mm. boot up the game. Well, I was going to play some of that because I was curious. Still plan on playing it. It's just, with Fire Emblem coming out, I'm probably going to be doing that for the next month. But other than that, no, I don't... It's just been a lot of battle tech, like I said. Just a <laughs> lot of that game. What, what have you been doing, Jeremy?
0: I have actually been playing a lot. I finished Kingdom Hearts Recoded. and I'm it, sorry? It almost broke me, but it didn't.
2: <laughs> Why, what was wrong with it?
0: Mostly the camera is just, it needs to die in a fire. And also, <laughs> I think the R button on my 3DS is going. Uh, which is the camera button, which did Ooh. not help it. But also I put in Pokemon and it was fine. But then I put in Kingdom Hearts uh, and I put it in my regular DS and it was having problems there too. But even like on the menu screen, you hit R and L to flip through the menus. It wasn't working there either. And I was looking like, I was like, is this normal for the camera? And people were like, yeah, the camera's bad. But they weren't describing it at all how it was working for me.
1: So- <laughs> which was extra bad.
2: That sucks.
1: Like a badness tamponade on top of that.
2: It's, it's one of those things that you don't really think about, but if the, if you can't get the camera to work for you, then you're in deep weeds. I remember playing Dino Crisis 3 way back when, and God, that camera was terrible.
0: It's also the Kingdom Hearts with probably the most platforming, because it's got, like, competent platforming, which makes the lack of camera even worse, because I've got to jump into these boxes, and there are death boxes around them, and I've got to, like, actually line my jump up.
2: Oh, that's
1: Without being phenomenally... able to see where you're going.
2: Yeah, ouch that sucks
0: yeah and also the story just isn't very good and it's this weird detachment where you're playing as data sora and i just don't care because this isn't real sora like real mickey's there but he's basically just guy in the chairing sora
1: yeah he's yeah. god except more powerful
0: and then the secret ending the thing it revealed was a thing that just the way stories work i had 100 assumed that was a mechanic of the kingdom hearts world and it was like, big reveal. And I'm like, no, I I, I had assumed that. What actually. was it? Uh, if you kill a nobody and they're heartless, the real person comes back to life.
1: Yeah, I kind of figured that would happen. And I don't even know that much about Kingdom Hearts.
0: It just seems real obvious. Like I said, I was like, this is a reveal. I'm like, I guess it is. I guess they haven't actually said that. I just assumed. And it's Mickey going like, yeah, those last two games you played, Jeremy, are definitely going to count. Don't worry. I'm like, I really wasn't Mickey until you just said that. (laughs) And now suddenly I'm dubious. It does have a cool ending where Mickey is talking to Yensid, the wizard from Fantasia. And he's like, Mickey, we must be careful of what Xehanort will do. Mickey's like, ah, Sora killed that guy. Twice, technically. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, yes, Mickey. But
2: third time's the charm! <laughs> Reminds me of that villain you made in one of our D&D games, the guy that just would not die. Yes. So With no explanation, you just like, we kept running into him after we killed him. It's like, we killed you. Yes, you did. Okay?
1: I had a diamond. It's fine. Someone rated my corpse and was like, well, I guess I should spend it to resurrect this guy. So, is the wizard, who was Mickey's teacher, master, I guess, is that a canonical relationship where he was the sorcerer's apprentice and screwed up that happened in the Kingdom Hearts universe?
0: Yes. Only <laughs> Yen Sid was also a Keyblade Master.
1: Well, I mean, obviously. So um. <laughs> and so, Nikki's so like, what do you want me to do, Yen Sid? It's like, go get Sora and Riku.
0: They never went to Keyblade Hogwarts. So we must get them their Keyblade GEDs. <laughs> oh my god. He's like, what about Kyrie? You know the rules. No girls
1: allowed. Seems accurate. So I'm
0: excited to play Dream Drop Distance even though it's sexist and Kyrie should 100% be there. Is she I not know, in that game I or know something? nothing about this She's game. She's not playable.
2: So.
0: I know very little. I've watched the trailer like three times and it looks pretty rad. It just looks like a... Kingdom Hearts ass JRPG on my 3DS. Yeah, I'm that's into actually that. now on my PS4.
1: I mean that sounds like a thing I would want to play at some point. So
0: it's got Riku awkwardly hanging out with the characters from the Neutron movie, and they're like photorealistic um, in a way that's like I found innately hilarious. D- oh my does God. Disney own Tron? Yeah, Disney's also Tron is in Kingdom Hearts too.
1: I what Tyler?
2: I'm pretty sure Disney at this point owns Hollywood, so they can whatever the they, they want. Disney has always owned Tron though. Yeah,
1: I didn't know that. Now I do. Where are they in Kingdom Hearts 2? Like, I don't remember anything about that. Is there a Tron world? Yeah. Oh, there's totally a Tron world. Okay, I remember this now. Stitch steps
0: on the keyboard, and you get get stuck in the computer, and it's Tron world.
1: So, fun fun story from work recently. My coworker just randomly sent the entire office a screenshot of his computer with a, like, random string of characters highlighted in a Word doc. um, And he had commented on it. My cat stepped on my keyboard, and this is what happened. And about three quarters of the office just made Freakazoid jokes the entire day, and it was great.
0: Nothing about how it's Riku and they put bugs in him?
1: No. No bugs in Riku. <laughs> they got bugs in him. <laughs> that was a great out-of-context quote or er, clip, by the way. Like I said, it doesn't make any more sense in
0: context, but I do think it's very good out-of-context. Um, so when I was done with that, I needed a break from Kingdom Hearts, and Fire Emblem isn't out yet. And I found out, in, I knew the World Ends With You characters because Tatsuya Nomura, the guy who is the guy behind Kingdom Hearts, also worked on that game, were in Kingdom Hearts. But I didn't realize they were in Dream Drop distance until I was doing, like, very bare research on Dream Drop to make sure it wasn't going to be another recoded. And I always wanted to play that game. So I'm like, I'll oh, just play World Ends With You. It's on Switch and everything. How, How good, is, is it any good? It's very interesting. Tyler, a couple of weeks, maybe months ago, you were talking about wanting a phone game that was just a video game-ass video game. Yes. we know, uh, World Ends With You is available on phone, and it controls exactly like on Switch touchscreen on the phone port, and so it might be worth investigating. It's very interesting. I kind of wish I'd played the 3DS version instead of playing the Switch version. The Switch version plays fine, but it was very much made for the... DS. Screen. Yeah, well, the, original, the way the DS version of the game worked was like kind of the plot is that you are it's a it's very PSP visual novel plot in that you spoilers for like halfway into the first third of World Ends With You because it's divided into thirds. Your character has died and is part of a game of a bunch of recently deceased people to try to get back to life.
1: I mean, that sounds like the plot of that era. Okay.
0: You are trying to be stopped by Shinigami, whose job is to stop the players from succeeding. And every day you get an arbitrary task that you have to complete while the Shinigami are trying to stop you. You are powerless unless you partner up with somebody. Okay. So the way the DS version worked was uh, whenever you got into a fight, the top screen was your partner and you controlled them. There was like a pretty good AI to it, but you could manually control them with the like D-pad and face buttons, and you were on the bottom screen and you controlled yourself complete with
2: touch controls.
1: Huh. That sounds really interesting.
2: That sounds annoying, trying to control with the two different systems.
0: Yeah. So the Switch and phone version gets rid of the dual screen. It's still entirely touch controls, but you just control your character and there are some just commands you can do to have your partner show up, basically. So it takes away a lot of that, but I do think it's probably a lot more playable. I did have to get a Switch stylus to not drive myself insane because I cannot stand touch controls and there's <laughs> no version to, there's no way to really not use them. If you play it in docked mode, it does it all motion control and I was not about to. Uh, <laughs> screw that. Yeah. Like every review is screw that. Play it in handheld. Um, Which I wanted to do anyway because it's uh, been 100 goddamn degrees every day and I wanted to hide in a cold corner. And my room, where my Switch and TV are, is not a cold corner.
1: This is a true fact. Having been in Jeremy's room, I am reasonably sure it's adjacent to hell. I'm
0: pretty sure that's not a room. I'm thinking
2: it's an oven.
0: I got two more fans and now it's a lot more bearable. It's just a lot louder.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I haven't played a stardew valley would have been listening to it's just like every time jeremy starts talking you can hear the fans going in the background i
0: did rather enjoy it the ending i don't want to say it falls apart but it's a lot of hey this is the twist because we didn't like this doesn't contradict anything we've said i'm like you are right it's not super interesting either but I did like the characters. In particular, the main character, especially in contrast to Sora, is just such an asshole in a distressingly relatable way. <laughs> he, just, he just doesn't want to get to know any new people because he has his own friends. And he's got to do everything himself because he's the only one he can rely on. And relying on other people you've just met, it just never works out.
2: <laughs> hey, I
0: this guy sounds familiar. Yeah, like I said, he is distressingly relatable by being the biggest asshole to this nice girl he's partnered with. And like, I love the way they do it. Is you just see his internal monologue, and she's just like talking to him, like, "Hey, we got to figure this out." And like, he's like just thinking, like, "Hmm, it could be this or this." He's like, "Hey, are you even listening to me? We've got to think. We've got to think our way through this." She's like, he's just thinking at her. I am thinking without
1: saying
2: anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, are you sure this main character isn't just me? Uh, no, because you are not an anime boy. Good point. <laughs> I'm far too fat for that, and
1: also alive.
2: I mean, I. Are have you no really proof sure that. about that?
1: I mean, we could all be dead. This is like really lame Purgatory, if so, though. It's like... See, if this was actually ah. Purgatory for me, ah. Fire Emblem
2: would just be continually delayed while it's already installed on my Switch.
1: Are you sure that's not hell? No, that's Purgatory, because I know it's just always purga- going to come
2: out. Yeah. And I do have other games.
1: So, like in in uh, Purgatorio, Purgatorio is shoving a big rock up a hill uh, based on... One, how bad a sinner you were, and two, which type of sins you committed like you got a different type of rock. I just want like a different version of that as you're stuck playing one genre of video games for like X hundred years. Until you've worked off your debt to society.
2: <laughs> Man, that would suck because I got so many, di- I play so many different genres of video games. It's all gotcha games, and you're not
0: allowed to uh, pay for microtransactions. So you just gotta watch the energy bar slowly filling up. Uh... <laughs> uh, I've also been playing a lot more Dokkan Battle lately and still playing some Stardew. I have to decide if I'm going to join Zach on three houses tomorrow, or if, if I'm just going to go into dream drop distance. I'm kind of leaning towards the latter, just because after dream drop distance is the kingdom hearts phone game. And it seems like good for me to have a fire emblem to play at the same time I'm playing that. So that if I run out of energy, I'm not
2: tempted to just spend money to refill it or whatever. That's fair to make the first of major decisions on that is whether or not I want to use a male or female character. Although from all of the things I've seen, I, I they're both really good designs, but I'm not sure.
1: I haven't looked at, I'm almost completely in the dark about this game, but this is like the Fire Emblem I've been most excited for.
2: I mean,
0: I have to pick guy because they won't let you marry any waifus if you are yourself are a waifu.
1: Hmm. Mm. <laughs>
2: <laughs> because Fire Emblem still doesn't believe in bisexuality. Actually, well, from what I've heard, they've actually been... there's Loosening some... on that? Yeah, they've been loosening a little bit on that, but I'm not, like, don't inherently quote me, because I haven't done a whole lot of extensive research on the topic. It's also I guess the
1: feudal era, so... I,
2: I guess there's no children mechanic
0: in this one. That said, now I really want the hilarious, like, hand-wavy explanation of how two girls have a child in, say, Awakening. That seems like it would be hilarious, whatever it was. <laughs> What have you
1: been playing, Tyler? Time Babies. I was going to say not a whole lot, but actually a surprisingly large amount, but not a lot of any of it. Um, I've been bouncing off of games really hard recently. I've been very, very sleep deprived, which means my attention span is very short, but also I in compulsive behavior mode. And in order to feed my compulsive behavior, I really like online matchmaking games that last about five minutes, like Smash. Not been playing a lot of Smash, though. What I did play a lot of... For the first time in like over a year, was Splatoon, because the final Splatfest happened recently. It was, you know, in the grand tradition of final Splatfest, order versus chaos, I guess. Anarchy <laughs> reigns. Clearly, I was on Team Chaos, because obviously.
0: Did you push Chaos to victory, or was uh, Robot Gar- Guileman too strong for you <laughs> and he <to> defeat you?
1: <laughs> but I was slightly on the positive side of contribution, I think. I, I won a couple 10x battles. So are
2: they basically on the side now that they're not going to support that game anymore?
1: Yeah, it's been out for like two and a half years. They're, I mean, the the servers will still run for the foreseeable future. They're just not adding any new content, or at least none's planned. Uh, Splatfests are like hand-picked events, which is, I think, why they're ending them.
2: Um, still better than uh, the usual Call of Duty model, even if I'm not a big fan of Splatoon. Where it's, uh, yeah, here, pay $60 for the game, pay another $60 for the different map packs, and then next year, pay $60 for the new game. They did now, put out Nintendo's an. new- has got Pokemon for that.
1: Exactly. They did put out <laughs> an expansion is, halfway through,
2: so. It is a couple of years in between Pokemon releases, usually.
0: There has been a Pokemon release every year since 2012, Zach. Yep.
2: Seriously? A
0: lot of the Mergers remakes. Seven years. But yeah. Yeah, I have. A, I, I don't want to get into the, oh, no, I can't bring all my old friends in the Sword and Shield thing, I do feel like if they gave them a real ass development time instead of make this game in a year or you die, we would have all the Pokemon in Certain Shield. I
2: must not have noticed that because, like, I haven't bought one every year.
1: Yeah, me neither. But like,
2: I didn't touch Let's Go.
1: I guess I did technically. Even Alex was like, "This is too easy and boring." I like so. Let's Go, but it's got a cute aesthetic. I like a lot of the stuff they did I, with it.
2: I like it all the gyms. It wasn't that I thought it was an inherently bad idea. It was just not something I was interested in. Yeah.
1: I like I would be okay if we never went back to Kanto ever again, guys.
2: Uh
0: if we do, I want it to be very different. Yeah. I would be okay with that. Well, like, I, a, <laughs> like
2: a three years after Gold and Silver. I'd be okay. I with want that. an epic Pokemon game where you have to go globetrotting.
1: So did you guys watch that Jello video I posted? No. Um where he describes like what would be a better Pokemon game? Um that that's actually what he described as like an open world Pokemon game where you have like some main quest lines to go do, but a bunch of side quests. Um and like how you would balance that and stuff. Oh no. It was really interesting. It's a game I would love to have. But it's not a game that exists. What have I been playing? That's not Splatoon. I started another run of Lawn Dark because I think Steam screwed up my save information and just like it all got nuked, except for stuff from back in twenty seventeen. So Very weird. Including my achievement in game. Uh the like Steam achievement is there so but like the in game equivalent of that achievement went away, so Huh, I'm, go- I'm going and redoing some of the challenges, which is interesting because a lot of updates have been made since that challenge was created, so I feel like it's not balanced for that anymore, only very slightly. It's just weird. I keep finding a bunch of stuff that has nothing to do with the main challenge, I'm like, well, this wasn't here two years ago, but here it is now. What else have I been up to? I randomly downloaded... Last Sunday, I could not sleep, and I was also too tired to focus on anything coherent. So instead, I played Counter-Strike Global Offensive for like two hours straight against bots, which was a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, I, like I said, a couple weeks ago, I think. Honestly, like I've looked at Counter-Strike and then every time I've looked at it, I'm like, but I have Siege.
1: Yeah, and I'm kind of thinking I should maybe just get Siege. I just like, I don't know. I kind of want to play with you. I just don't know when I'd play with you because I have had not a whole lot of time for online games.
2: I mean, even if it's just like terrorist <laughs> stunt, I think it would be fun. I've but,
1: also been, like, in a weird mood to play Plunkbat again. It's been a have, couple years.
2: Yeah, I've actually thought about that a couple of times, too. It's it's still on my computer. I haven't taken it off.
1: I reinstalled it just in case. Maybe. I can't remember. I had Payday reinstalled for a while, and I actually played, like, probably a good two or three hours of Payday. This was, like, a month and a half ago. It's still pretty much yeah, the same you, game you remember.
2: You've just been really busy lately.
1: Yeah, more, more than usual. I actually don't think I've been that busy. I think I've just been more tired, which makes me feel like it's busier. What else have I been playing? There have been a couple of things. Uh so so batting away at Breath of the Wild, I'm doing the get myself an opponent cycle quest right now.
0: I should do that sometime. After all the kingdom's heart and the fire emblem. Yeah. I would still recommend Darkest
2: Dungeon 2. I think you'd enjoy that one.
1: Yeah, weirdly the aesthetic of it turns me off so i really like the
2: aesthetic yeah of the it
1: game. seems like something i should be into it's like kind of black metal and i like that usually It
0: looks like very dnd filtered through cthulhu yeah with like just a little final fantasy in the reds
1: i got to the end boss at least i assume the end boss moonlighter and i almost beat him but he like one shot me i'm like well i guess i should go grind for the equipment i need to make the better armor before i go try again and i have not picked it up since
2: uh. <laughs> i've had that happen before it's like i should do this thing in order to prepare for the next combat and then just well
1: what's weird is like grinding in that game is the game i had fun doing it before i don't know what's stopping me now i just haven't bothered to pick it back up
0: uh presumably since you went to the final boss you were ready for it to be over
1: yes and no it was just like the next thing i was actually expecting it to be a another dungeon it is not uh. it's just the final boss i was about getting done with it that is true but i'm like not that done with it like i'd go dungeon crawling some more i just don't want to start dungeon crawling for some reason so i've been doing anything but that um i feel like i picked up another game on steam recently not like a new one but played one
2: did you try and start up tales of berseria again
1: oh yeah i totally did actually did was i online while i was doing that or i have no idea i was oh. just guessing yeah no i totally did that's uh it's a lot of fun. I'm really gonna enjoy that game once I start digging into it. I want to finish off the four others I'm in the middle of first. But I,
2: I like the design of your main character's sword, blade thing. But like, God, that is imp- like it defies the laws of physics. For
1: like, yeah, the fact that like it's the Assassin's Creed like stabby dagger, it's, except it's, it's the... an entire sword. So
2: it's Deadpool from well, it's well, yeah, it's it's the Wolverine blade origins Wolverine. It's the blade over the wrist. It's like the Wolverine claw. Oh, no, it's, it's like Baraka.
0: Yeah,
1: it's like yeah. you a rocket, except that it doesn't have enough room physically to go back into the thing. So I don't it know where like, it goes. Disappears. Yeah, the blade just disappears. It's just on
2: a bag of holding in her wrist. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's that, it's fine. not actually in her wrist. It's like. Like the weapon is it's a in bracelet, like a, basically. Yeah, so it's, it's like a bracelet sword, or ah. like a
1: punching dagger, except so, yeah, it's a bracelet. It's punching a bag of sword. bracelet.
2: I, I like the design of it. I actually really like the design of all the characters. in What's that funny? Game, but man, like that isn't that, that doesn't work, and that always kind of bothered me.
1: I don't have any weapons that you or any attacks that use her sword yet. So she always ends combat by going, "Yeah, I beat them," and like swinging her sword around. I'm like, "You just kicked them to death."
2: <laughs> I <laughs> thought she started with at least one of them. Um,
1: she might. I think it's like cross slash or something. But like. Oh, the, the only combo that I think is worth doing for me right now is just all kicks that I have set up. So,
2: have you gotten through... Have you gotten to the the prison yet?
1: No. No, I'm still very early on. I played for, like, maybe an hour and a half or something. Um, I just got back from finishing, like, the boar hunt tutorial. Okay, um, okay. And then at that point, I'm like, this is a great game. I'm too tired to enjoy it right now. So then I went and did something more potato chippy. I can't remember what. I haven't played Slay the Spire in forever, speaking of potato chips.
0: It's on Switch now, which is scary. I know.
1: Oh, you know what else <laughs> is coming out on Switch is The Lawn Dark, and that's also scary for me.
2: Oh, that actually. For whatever reason, that reminded me. I actually played a lot of Battlefield Five recently. Yeah, huh. ps four keeps saying you should buy Battlefield Five. Zach is playing it. I'm like,
1: <laughs> cool. I didn't know it
0: would
2: bother you like that. That's it doesn't stupid. usually. Yeah. No, I just I was playing some of the like the war stories, like the single player stuff. So I was like, "Oh, this is kind of fun." Detroit: Being Human
0: is the current free game on PS4. It won't be by the time you hear this, but it, that tells me Detroit: Being Human didn't do as well as I hoped. <laughs> I, I took one look at the game and was like, "Yeah,
1: that's free." What is it? I am it's a heard David heard it.
0: Cage game. You you are a cyborg, and you you want to be a Pinocchio.
1: Okay, okay, that sounds there's cyborg you're, racism. You're
0: several different cyborgs. It's true. Your uh, Pre-Crisis Cyborg and New 52 Cyborg <laughs> and Grid the Evil Cyborg and Cyborg from the Justice League movie. Anything else, Tyler?
1: <laughs> I mean, I guess did we hit Teen Titan Cyborg because I, uh, from well, the cartoon. Yeah, carto-
2: no, no, there's yeah. no joy in okay. this game. <laughs> Booyah, no. Then this no is, is all super duper serious because it's David Cage.
1: Uh, so I remember the other game that I was playing. Speaking of the you, epic- you,
0: you do get to play live actions Titan. Batman cyborg. Okay, anyway, that is that, that a thing
1: p- that's still happening?
0: Yeah, it's on
2: DC's app. Okay, they, they had a uh, stuntman die on that show. I think. Oh, I didn't was, hear that. There, there was an a- some accident happened in one of the. St- I think it was one of the stuntmen for that Teen Titans show died or Titans. We do need to play Indigo Prophecy at some point. God, that game is bad.
0: We, we don't have to, but we uh, will th- because no, no I will requires. call it.
1: That is true. Zach has the power to do this one in three times. Um, and so we're like a terrible genie. We grant three wishes, but they're not anything any of us want.
0: Hey, sometimes I play. I make myself play Kingdom Hearts with this. <laughs> See, <laughs> sometimes a Mega Man
2: shows up. Tell We're not three genie. We're not like a really bad genie. We're like a really, really, really irritable monkey's paw.
1: So I, I, just remember the last game I played a little bit of. I only. I think I got about a third of the way through the game. I picked up the Witness.
2: That was also free on PS4, that and I picked
0: it. Sounds up. puzzle familiar. game. Yeah, it's but like it's, it's brain.
1: I don't know, it's like Mist, but better. It's like modern Mist, basically.
0: Yeah, like it's a puzzle game where like it's first person, but you go up to like puzzle modules, and you and just can like... play a puzzle. But usually, that creates a meta puzzle. Yeah, uh, okay. so so
1: you solve a bunch of small puzzles to unlock a larger puzzle, which then unlocks an area.
2: This doesn't sound like my kind of thing. It's
1: yeah, it's it's like a walking simulator. It's very interesting visually. Like it's all bright primary colors but also it's like a weird landscape i don't know it's an interesting game um it was free on the Epic game epic games launcher so (laughs) that's why Uh, i picked it up
2: i just i just realized i spent like all of sunday playing roller coaster tycoon
1: yeah i saw that you were playing roller coaster tycoon (laughs) deluxe it's
2: because that's the main one that was available because that one has bacon on it i was just like i want to do something i want to do something and i ended up with like Fifty thousand dollars and even with the disaster the last year of the challenge where one of my roller coasters killed like fifteen people, I still <laughs> completed the challenge. I finished with like, you know, when I was younger, I thought this game was hard. I paid <laughs> off my loan I have fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> hey,
0: time for a tangent that's gonna get cut. Has the episode of Jumpstart Weekly come out yet? Where we talk about the We Never Learn chapter? where Kurosu-sensei's boobs send you you back in time. What? (laughs) And they go on a date to a uh, terrible roller coaster park that's that's been shut down in the present because of safety concerns. I listened
2: to it at 12 (laughs) o'clock in the morning at the distribution center uh, when I was helping the Andersons, and I was listening to you guys talk about this and just kind of shaking my head. I just couldn't remember if that was last week or this week.
1: Okay, so anyway, back to video games.
0: Yeah, what anything uh, else, Tyler?
1: Um, I was gonna say a couple honorable mentions that are not, in fact, video games, but you know, close enough. I played a board game recently called Villainous. It's like a Target Disney crossover experience. I wanna play board this board game. game. A lot of
2: this is
0: all the Kingdom Hearts I've
2: been consuming. Lately, I still but... wanna play Schoolgirls Love Tentacles. Well, yeah, we should
1: do game. that. Not, sure. not,
0: not to interrupt you on this already tangent-filled episode. Yesterday, Trogdor the board game came and all of a and also, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers board game that I kickstarted and forgot about like two nice. years ago
1: this
2: came on very, the same day. This is a very board game-heavy podcast. Is it? Well, I mean, I started talking about the Battletech Kickstarter, which is very board gamey. Um,
1: yeah, but that, that relates to stuff.
2: I didn't talk about painting my Space Marines, so. <laughs> True.
1: So, yeah, I guess really quick, you play a different Disney villain. It's really cool. If you're into weird board games, I really like that one. Also, I found someone who's going to finally play Scythe with me finally what was the other thing oh the other thing this is just fun because we were talking about cthulhu earlier i picked up a book randomly called meddling kids uh which is like what if the scooby-doo gang after growing up all had ptsd from encountering cthulhu and one of their spooky missions
0: are you aware of Scooby Apocalypse? I talked to you yes. about Scooby Apocalypse, right? That comic that ran fifty issues somehow.
1: Yes, it actually just, sounded surprisingly good.
0: Just like the Flintstones comic, which is about Fred and Barney after the war, where they've committed a genocide, <laughs> dealing with their PTSD. That was out at the same time. Zach's looking at me like I'm making this up, but I could not make. I this believe up. you.
1: So the story starts out with like them catching the guy in like the swamp monster costume. Um, and then they're like, but what about the, like, corpses and, like, the bloody paintings? He admitted all of it, but I don't think he did. And, like, this is kind of a spoiler, but this is the first 20 pages of this, like, 400-page book. One of the main characters tracks him down, and he's like, I can't tell you. And then he an- she ends up getting a Cthulhu out of him. I'm like, all right, that explains the tentacles on the cover. <laughs> That's a fun thing. I think I've exhausted all the stuff I've been doing since we last recorded, though.
0: So we played Fallout Tactics, and I got nothing to say about it. Like the previous Fallout game, and like last week's Tomb Raider, it gave me all sorts of fun technical issues. And like I said, it's been 100 degrees a lot lately, and that made it really hard to want to play this
2: game I about a wasteland. I got mine working a little bit easier than it sounds like Jeremy got his working, but it was a little bit difficult. If you're looking to play this, at least the Steam version, I think one of the baseline like workarounds is play it in windowed mode or launch it in Windows mode. It says it's the Windows 8 workaround, but that's the one that I got it to work with.
1: Mine works fine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Lucky. It uses the same system as the original Fallout. Mostly. Mo- well, most of the original Fallout's uh, battle system. But it's expanded to three people, and me and Tyler had oh. different feelings. Oh, from... three people! A... I, you can get more than that. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. But like, how me, many can you get? Tyler, yeah, how many? Um, I had five at one point. Okay, that's, that's not too that's many. That's not very.
1: I think you can have up to six. It's it's either five or six is the max.
2: So it's got the same, like, it's got all the same skills. you got small guns, melee, big guns.
1: You get rid of any speechcraft-related stuff, though. There's, like, you don't have any story choices in this game.
0: But there is still, like, lockpicking and stealth and... Yeah. Like, mobility skills, I guess. As weird as it is to think of lockpicking as mobility, that is kind of... There's a a
1: surprising number of urban environments you have to work your way through in this, and...
2: I wouldn't say surprising amount, because it's...
1: Because uh, it's Fallout?
2: Yeah, it's Fallout. But... You're given a bunch of dudes, and then basically set loose and said, okay, here's your objective for this level. Go, like, in the first level, let's go kill everybody.
1: Yeah, eventually they get much more complex. The story is you're part of the Brotherhood of Steel. You're back a bef-
2: bunch of initiates before you get all your armor.
1: Yeah, and you have to go around doing, like, menial chores of the Brotherhood. But eventually you uncover a plot of, like... There are some people who have, like, weird mind control powers and there's, like, another nuclear apocalypse fomenting and you have to go stop that, okay?
0: Hey, the original Fallout, you could get, like, a party member, right?
1: Uh, you could hire a follower, yeah.
0: Did you control them like this? No. Or, okay. No, it was
1: more like Diablo style where they just kind of, like, follow you around.
0: Okay, because, like, the feeling I got was, like, this is, like, a bad RTS where I'm, like, at three guys, I can't really hot switch be- switch between them. One of them's going off, pathfinding his way over into the loony bin while my other two are dying. I'm telling him to shoot. They're on aggressive mode, but for some <laughs> reason they won't
2: fire. Certainly they aren't on defense mode. So me and Tyler had different ideas on this. Um, I am a proponent of going into the settings and turning on to a um, uh, force turn mode so it'll automatically give everybody a turn whereas Tyler you played it in uh, full
1: like active turn active base, battle, which plays a lot more like KOTOR um, where you have like action points and like you set stuff up and then they'll do it over and over until you tell them to do something different
0: I didn't realize turn based was an option because I would definitely have sprung for that
1: yeah, a lot a lot of people said it gets really buggy later on and like it just never works, right? It so. does
0: feel like the real time one is the intended experience. Uh if there are no other reason than because it's on by
1: default. But it definitely does, really does feel like an RTS. You you largely highlight your group of characters and all atta- or tell them to all attack the same target. Um there's like a certain amount of inventory management, which I think is maybe the game's weakest point because the menu is pretty kludgy
2: i don't know about like if i had to pick the weakest point here it would probably have been the like the unfortunately the baseline combat because yeah also not great it's the kind of game where you know you want to set up your guys in in a position and then roll with that but because there's no like cover system or anything like that in this game it makes combat feel Really unsatisfying, actually.
1: Yeah, especially compared to the original Fallout, because you were just one guy. Like, the choices you made in combat felt a lot more impactful, but because you were a squad in this, it kind of doesn't feel like it has the weight it does in the original Fallout.
2: When we were playing this, when we were talking about it off the mics, I mentioned that it just made me want to play basically any of the other tactics games I own, which is quite a few.
1: But... I don't think that's necessarily a point against this game because a lot of those are also newer games that have had time to learn from it. I don't think it's necessarily a point in its favor either. It's, so. it's
2: kind of a neutral yeah. thing. It's like um,
1: reminiscent enough of other tactics, squad based tactics games, if you've ever played one, that uh, it'll remind you of it. <laughs>
2: so the weapons on this one, I, I think, is a. Firearms don't feel very different. I know the shotgun works a little bit differently because it's got a spread because you can hit your own guys with it, but it's not like they don't feel different enough that I felt like, oh, yeah, this person with a hunting rifle is going to be good to have me give fire support because they didn't feel any different than the dude that had the MP5.
1: That does make a difference. Eventually, like the range ends up mattering on some of the more like allied levels where you're like running down a corridor. I almost always ran a guy whose job it was to be in melee all the time, which I think was pretty useful. It also mixes up the level variety a bit later on in the game. It's not just go here, kill dude. Eventually you have to like go read some books and find out like some secrets or you have one guy who is left behind doing the 90s hacker thing while the rest of your team goes on. Um, You have one level where you're driving a Humvee through a city and you have to like stop and have someone get out and break down a barricade. Um, I really, there's a, almost a twist at the end of it where the town civilians decide screw the Brotherhood of steel also and like a riot breaks out against your guys he's breaking down the last barrier which is kind of fun like the game definitely gets better the further on you go but the gameplay is just never solid it, enough to carry it
2: it's got one of those old like old extensive game problems that we've noted in the past with some of these where like they get better light longer kind of on the assumption that you're going to You don't have a lot else to do, so you're going to put in the time to get to these other moments, whereas the way things are done nowadays, it's more along the lines that you got to get them early, you got to hook them in fast, because people have so much other stuff that they can be doing and want to be doing, that if you don't get them paying attention to you like right now they're not going to
1: one of the games is remind me a lot of now that you're mentioning that um especially with the like it gets better later thing is planescape torment
2: yeah
0: i think that might come up when we compare it might not depending on i think there's yeah i think there are a few more comparable before that but that's definitely when i was thinking about how do we rank this that was one of the games that came to my mind it
1: it feels like it has a lot of the similar issues is like the more you play it the more it pays off because it like Slowly. You start learning more and more about. Yeah, how it's it like works. it ties into itself, um, but that. That start's not great, and the mechanics are never great.
2: And then on top of everything, you can change stances, so you can have people go from crouching to standing to lying down, but I never felt a big difference other than it slowed my people down. There's
0: also some, like in the tutorial, it's like, hey, sometimes you need to go prone to get under certain areas, like to get in the vents and stuff, but I didn't encounter those, but also I didn't get super far into this game, so I wasn't really
2: surprised I didn't encounter any of those. I didn't either, but it was just like, at the end of the day, it, just, it felt too clunky of a combat system, and I... When I got down to it, it's like, I would rather be playing almost any of these other games.
1: Yeah, it almost... uh, So I did a little bit of research for this game because I like Fallout as a concept, even though I've barely played any Fallout. Fallout is a cool concept. I'll, I'll give it that. I've always thought that. This game was apparently really rushed in development, and they released it several months before the devs said that they were actually ready to release it so uh, I think it does feel like that yeah so like a l- common complaint about this game is that it feels like it lacks the polish of some even some of the earlier Fallout games there were only two before this and part of that is because the devs like had a bunch of like you know we got this working and now we want to go refine it and they didn't get to get to the refine it stage um, before the game had to ship that
2: would explain a little bit of that
1: yeah
0: anything else you guys want to say before final thoughts because I feel like that's about where we are yeah.
1: it's pretty okay honestly I prefer either of the first two falls out to this or most other rts's honestly (laughs) the only
2: fallout game i could recommend is uh fallout 3 or fallout new vegas and any other tactical game
1: yeah i was gonna say uh, fire Emblem. it did not remind me of fire emblem but we played fire emblem for this podcast and i like that a lot better
0: given the like complexity of this game i know there are some people that love it and i think probably have good
2: reasons why i can see why did it not grab me I, mean, I don't I think it's for everyone. I can definitely see it. It's just like I said, when I looked at it, I'm like, why am I not just playing XCOM?
1: Yeah, and that's I haven't even played XCOM, and a lot of the time I was playing this was like, man, I should go play XCOM.
2: So speaking of grabbing
0: me, we have a list on our website, www.lastpodcast.com, listing all the games we've played from best to worst. At the top is Crowner Trigger, which grabs everyone, whether they want it to or not. At the bottom is City Connection, which throws you back so hard that you've actually thrown it. <laughs> And dead in the center is Tecmo Bowl.
1: Which A game sure... that grabs balls.
0: Sure. <laughs> um, I feel like we have to start by comparing it to the original Fallout, but we're pretty much unanimously on the page that it's worse, right? Yeah. Yeah. Scrolling way, way down. The game I th- we've played that I actually think is the most comparable is XCOM UFO Defense. And I think this Hmm. has some of the same problems. It's not quite as clunky as UFO defense, but I think UFO defense's clunkiness actually serves it better in a lot of ways. Like, I respect what they're trying there a lot more than I respect what they're trying here. Um, And I played that game a lot more, to be honest. I gave it a much harder try. It didn't bounce off it quite as hard. Although Fallout Tactics is certainly easier to get a handle on.
1: Yeah, and I think at the end of the day, I... Definitely put more time into XCOM, and I think I prefer it, even if it is pretty clunky, because there is a lot of depth there if you can get past that learning curve.
2: I mean, it sounds like I'm already outvoted, but I (laughs) I I think because uh, Fallout Tactics is a bit more pick up and play, I would prefer to play it.
1: Yeah, now that I've been on the fence on this one, because I think I maybe had more fun with Fallout Tactics, but that because it was easier to pick up and play. But I feel like if I had more time to devote to it, I would have enjoyed XCOM more.
2: And it might also be because, like, I've played XCOM Enemy Unknown and XCOM 2. Where it's they've actually just so
1: ref- clearly superior. It's
2: so clearly better refined and all that, so.
1: I think I'm still going to side with Jeremy on this one. I think I still prefer XCOM.
0: So the next RTS-ish, tacticalish game we have on the list is Lords of the Realm 2. And I definitely think this is better than Lords of the Realm 2. I agree. I I would agree. So we have two games that are kind of in that same PC era. How do we think it compares to Thief?
1: I prefer Thief, honestly. I think it's such an interesting concept, and I like me some fantasy punk. So the gameplay left quite a bit to be desired. But Water Arrows. I'm just going to keep saying stuff. To... <laughs> no.
2: I think I might agree with Tyler here. I think I do too, actually.
0: And actually, right below Thief, I didn't realize this was here. We have Rise of Nations, which I think is a more comparable game even. Um, I think I prefer Rise of Nations, honestly, with the tech tree and stuff. I feel like the combat actually controls very similarly, but I like the.
1: <laughs> That's building. a like I RTS Civ Lite. I, right? I, I, yeah. I forgot we'd
2: play Me too. Rise of Nations, but I would have to say I would agree. With, I prefer Rise of Nations.
1: I prefer Follow Tactics, but.
0: Okay, so a couple below that is Hitman Codename 47, huh. which is another I think kind of in a similar vein, comparable. Uh, but. I think I would prefer this to Hitman, honestly, because they actually feel very similar to me in that neither feels polished, but Hitman just feels like empty and lifeless, and obviously they were on to something, which is why they had a franchise there, but Fallout was on to something as well, and I would definitely just like, I have to play one right now, I would definitely prefer to play well, Fallout I would Tactics. Have,
2: I would agree, because even, even in the first mission of Fallout Tactics, you have all those, the, the tribals and whatnot that you can talk to and have to rescue. Whereas in the first couple of missions of Hitman, it's just like, is this a city or is there just no one here?
1: I also got surprisingly linear level design as opposed to this like squad based tactics game, which you would think it would have a level design to funnel you places, but it's surprisingly open. Um, I was going to say Hitman when you first brought it up, but I think both of you has persuaded me to make it unanimous.
0: So the final question becomes, is Fallout Tactics better or worse than Wave Race 64?
1: (laughs) I think I prefer Wave Race. I was
0: going to say, as the person who was not on the Wave Race uh, podcast that wanted it to go higher, I will go with Wave Race. (laughs)
2: That That is such a weird comparison. I agree with you. It's just such a weird random comparison. It made me laugh. That's why I went to all the ones that
0: made more sense, especially since I kind of lucked out and there was a bunch in that little block that made sense.
1: Although we kind of do that by virtue of how we pick things to compare it to. Yeah. That tends to happen yeah, a lot. Yeah, but like
0: um, from x UFO Defense to Wave Race is six places. Okay. Need to play Empire Earth at some point. So what are we going to play next week, Tyler?
1: So this game, despite all the guns and stuff, is kind of a slow plotting game because like you have to plan stuff ahead of time and like control your squad and make sure that no one gets stranded. So I was in the mood for some like cheesy arcade action and someone was talking about this game to me recently like oh i forgot that existed i bet it's way worse than i remember and also it's freeware on dozbox's website these days um so i was going to recommend jazz jackrabbit
0: so next time on last time yet another game that won't work on my pc